This is a Think Live Be production. Just hit record and <laughs> okay. edit yeah. it together however oh. it sounds good. Yeah. I'm not, not a miracle worker. <laughs> so we're back for week two. Week two, season one. Wait, are we calling them seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cut so season one, we're talking about for sale by owners and how we can make this uh, a really big part of our business for 2020. So we're kind of figuring all the details out and uh, seeking the best tools and systems to convert some fizzbos. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not too excited about it. Why aren't you excited? Well, we're, you know, it's been a week. And I feel like we haven't made too much progress yet. Yeah. Well, it's a new project, so it takes a lot of, to get over your uh, interferes to try something new. Well, yeah. Yeah, because let's be honest. And also the day-to-day schedules of adding something, a new commitment to your day-to-days. What do you shift in order to make that Well, that's happen? true. Oh, real, I, real quick. Uh, this is Seeking the Best. Oh, yeah. We're recording. And Welcome with, to our podcast. Kat and Kayla. Catherine and Kayla. That's us. Is there anything, (laughs) is there anything from last week that you wanted to touch on? Well, we should probably do just a quick fact check. Okay. So that's going to be, that's going to be a, uh, a new uh, segment every week. Well, let's hope we're not making that many errors that we have to constantly. It'll be a short. Fact check for Kayla. I don't want to marry a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) So there's mine. So we're doing some fact checking here. I went and looked. Last week, I said it was 8% of homes that are sold for sale by owner, but I went and looked and actually it was down. It was an all-time low of 7% of homes were sold as for sale by owners in 2018. We don't have the 2019 numbers yet, but I'm kind of curious to see what that is because it seems like more people are selling with realtors. So why, why might that be? I would think it's because the market's really, it's kind of challenging. The industry has changed a lot and even though it's a hot seller's market, you can't see that I'm doing air quotes right now, but <laughs> that's the word on the street is it's a hot seller's market. But there's lots of other challenges with this with this industry right now. And so it isn't as easy as sticking a sign in the yard and getting your home sold. There's a lot more to it than that. So maybe that's that's part of it. Sellers know that they can't get the, the same results or it's just a fluke. I don't know. We'll find out. So that's my fact check that, yeah, we hit a record low of only 7% of home sales were for sale by owners in 2018. Well, it looks like we're doing this at the perfect time then. Yeah. Lots of opportunity. So 1% speaking more. Of, speaking of, uh, how did the week go from last week? I think we, uh, at the end of the episode, we were going to lay some things out to do this week. And uh, what? How, how did that work out? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean, I think... This recording this podcast is the ultimate accountability, right? I have to come in here and talk about how I didn't do what I committed to doing this week. We did, I did review our plan and just make sure we had everything in place to get things rolling. Um, kind of reviewed scripts, talked about with my coach actually about objection handling and kind of just preparing, but then we didn't actually launch. <laughs> um, and so I haven't talked to a single Fizbo, let's just be honest. And I still don't want to. 
but I know that I have to because you guys are staring at me like we're disappointed. I know. Yeah. Like you better do this (laughs) because we are recording this. So what what stood in your way? What stopped you from committing to a certain amount of time to call that bisbo? Yeah. Well, so let's talk about mindset because I think to to for sale by owners are cold calling. So there's a certain mindset you have to have, I think, to cold call every day. Some people would argue they're not cold calling because they're raising their hand saying they want to sell a house and we're realtors. So why wouldn't we call them? But I think, you know, you can get in your own head and get in your own way because you have a fear about getting rejected. I don't know that I have a fear of people telling me no on the phone. It's more like it's more of the tediousness of calling people every day that I'm just not looking forward to. And so I've put it off. Do you feel like you're not organized enough with like the the how to call the who to call, when to call them? Uh, Are you? are we mailing them stuff all of the the systems in which in which to contact these people and keep track of and stuff that that's overwhelming for like time wise or is that not an issue well yeah i mean that was the thing i had put together a plan over the last i don't know a couple well whenever we started talking about this so maybe it's been a few months now of like a a a lead gen plan for for sale by owners so you know it involves calling email if we get their email address, direct mail, pop buys, um, and try, trying to get in the door, right? And so it's kind of an eight by eight, which is eight touches over eight weeks, which we talked about last week was about the amount of time that it takes for a for sale by owner to list their home. So the plan is in place. It's the lack of execution, I think, uh, for this week. I, I do feel like, though, and this is 100% an excuse, but I'm going to say it anyways, when when uh, Monday came along, I was all jazzed and I was like, okay, let's get this thing going. And I was going to have our, our marketing assistant put together a list of names and email addresses and mm-hmm. she was out sick. And that was like the perfect excuse right, to right. just say, yeah. nope, nope, not well, today. Well, not, not especially, this week. Especially it being the very first thing to, yeah. like, to hit a wall, like right out of the gate. Yeah. Can like really take the wind out of your sails. Yeah. So I was hoping you know, she would put together the list and I would at least by Wednesday or Thursday start calling and and visiting some FISBOs and it didn't happen. And that's 100% an excuse because I could have done it myself, Caleb. I could have done it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any of us could have done it. Well, except Patrick, because that's not his job. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But any of us could have done it. I could, even if I would have just called like two, maybe that would have been a win, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. So why? What's wrong with my brain? Choose to. Right. So, well, I had this conversation with my coach and she's like, do you even want to do this? <laughs> I was like, well, not really, <laughs> but I know that I need to. I know that I have to. And so how can I change my mindset around that? And uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe next week we'll know the answer to that one. Well, at least give it another shot. Like, so is that the plan then? What, so you've got you've got a list I'm not really sure exactly how this works, so I'm kind of learning along with the audience on this. So you have a list of for sale by owners that I'm assuming you get from MLS or from Realtor.com or something like that. Well, that- neither of those because they're for sale by owners, so they're not listed with agents yet. But it's from um, a lot of agent or a lot of for sale by owners put their homes on Zillow because it's the number one real estate search site. So they think that well, I put my home on Zillow and I'll get it sold. And you can search. You can for, search for specifically, sale by on yeah. Zillow. 
Yeah. So that's that's a place to go to get for sale by owner names, the really easy one. And then we also do have a list that's coming into email um, from redx.com, which is they compile, you know, with lots of sources of um, for sale by owners. I know that Craigslist also has their forum of for sale by owners, but that's Craigslist. Okay. Yeah. So you put together a list, you get this list and right. then, then you start just calling them however many a day every day or how does it what what do you have what do you have in place to like i said before like organize and and what what's the strategy well yeah so the idea was to go two months back because that would be eight weeks so we might hit some like people who are really ready to list if we start looking at fish sale by owners from you know two months ago they might be ready to actually list right now so to pull the old numbers and names first and start calling um I was just talking to my coach and part of my reason for not starting, we were kind of digging in on the psychology behind this. And I think part of the reason for not starting is there's kind of a fear of like, is this a waste of my time? Will this actually work? Or is there a better way I could get listings that was not so painful? (laughs) And, uh, and so she's like, well, I can tell you it works because I coach people who do for sale by owners. So she gave me some numbers, which actually matched up with what my expectations are. So it's kind of reassuring. And she said that it that she's got an agent she's coaching that calls 40 for sale by owners. Like they're tracking and keeping up with 40 for sale by owners at all times. And that leads to four to five listings a month. So we're, what, did, what was our goal last week? One a month. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, I mean, if we could just get one, I'd be happy. Right. So, (laughs) but at least we know they're getting a 10% conversion rate. So that sounds like industry wide, 10% is a good, strong conversion number. So, and and what I had looked at in our stats in the Orlando area is there's about one a day. So like 30 a month come on the market on Zillow. So So two months back you have yeah, I should be able to call Enough. through 60 to 70 for sale by owners that have listed their homes on or on, for, on Zillow or some other website. So it, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> I know other people do it. It's just a, a matter of kind of wrapping my head around it. Is it the cold call that makes it painful for you? Because you mentioned painful. What What's so painful about about it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just the, it's just sitting down and calling strangers repeatedly trying to get in their house. It's such a weird, that's a weird thing to do. It is because it's not, <laughs> it is because you, that's exactly what you want to do is try to get into their home. And it's like, that is very strange thing to, to do. It, it's, it's not like trying to sell them insurance or sell a car or anything like that. It's, it's their actual home that, that they live in. So that's yeah well that's and it's their biggest investment it's we all know that we've seen a million times a lot of you know they people think their home is worth what their heart tells them it is yeah and uh you know so there's a lot and they already think i think kayla said last week they already think they can sell it themselves and they don't need you well right so why do they want me to come over to their house the only reason they would want me to come over to their house is if I actually legitimately had a buyer, which we talked about last week. We don't want to start off on the wrong foot. But that is the goal of every single call is to get in the door. Like I said, I think it's a numbers game. I think it's like there's going to be a, well, we know, right? It's 
what the percentage is. It's most of the people are going to tell you to screw off. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And there's going to be a small group that you break through to, right? That's we, the numbers show that. So you just have to be able to be okay with, okay, moving on. Okay. Moving on to the next one. And I guess just like any other callus, it will build up over time and it won't matter anymore. You'll break yeah. through that mattering, you know? Well, we, we talked about last week, my first listing was for sale by owner. So what happened between then and now that made me so... You found other opportunities yeah. to find those listings and yeah. stuff with well, Yeah, that that's easier, true. easier path. Well, you found an easier path, that, a pain, that pleasure thing you. that worked. And you're like, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Or somebody was really mean to me one time. <laughs> I don't know if that's it, though. Like... I do, I really do think it's part for me anyways. And I think for a lot of people, it is the fear of calling. I really don't think it's the fear of calling. It's more sitting down with a big list and going through that. And like the focus aspect Mm -hmm. that to be really successful with for sale by owners, you have to consistently do it every single week. You can't, you can't miss a beat. So what it sounds like to me is that it's, it's this, you're basically standing at the bottom of a mountain looking up and you know how big that mountain is to cross. And as soon as you take a step, you've started up that mountain. So it's almost easier to just not take that step. And here we went another whole week without any steps because it's easier to, to do that than take the step and be like, okay, now I'm doing it and know how big that mountain is. Yeah. To get over. Knowing you, I know that call lists are not your thing. Well, yeah, I don't, you know, I am like a lot of people. I don't like to call a bunch of strangers every day. I don't mind calling people I know and I like, and I still don't find time to call those people yeah. as much as I should. Mm-hmm. So fitting this this in and it has, because it has to be so consistent I have to figure out what day or two, it might be two days. Cause if I'm going to do pop buys as well, um, I have to block out that time and nothing else can get in the way of that. And that in itself is, is hard. Well, you don't like running, but you got yourself onto a track where you have a personal coach who forced you to show up what, yes. two or three times a week. I mean, I know running is good for you, but at what cost? <laughs> but how did, so how did you go from not wanting to work out or working out to working out? What was that, that inspiration? Cause I think we mentioned it last week, inspiration and desperation. Which one was it? Do you have any sort of inspiration or desperation around wanting to complete this, this challenge of calling Fizbo's? Well, so calling actually callers? we were talking inspiration versus and desperation and um, we were reading the Miracle Morning. Oh, for our right. team. And What's that? Uh, the Miracle Morning is a, a book by Hal Elrod, who's a personal business success coach. And uh, that quote is about you're either running towards inspiration or away from desperation or something like that. And that's probably we'll fact check that. Fact check. <laughs> that's not the right quote. But but yeah, like those are the biggest motivators, right? You're either inspired to do something. Am I inspired to go call for sale by owners or am I desperate because we need um, we need more listings like we just in general, Orlando has a listing shortage. So we need more listings, period. So I guess for me, I mean, it's in that aspect, it's more of a desperation, although I don't feel desperate. I just feel like we we have to have, um, Pat and I were talking about this outside of uh, 
business hours as well. Just that you have the only way to have a consistent business, consistent listing business is to use either for sale by owners or expired listings. Because yes, we have a strong database. They send us referrals. That's great. But you cannot know when those pieces of business are coming. They could all come in June. They could all come in December. They could come once a month, but you don't know. Those are kind of the the hand You have zero control o- yeah. over it. You can you can keep up with your database, call your SOI, do all of those things, but you have zero control of any of those people or any of their friends wanting to sell a house. Right. It's all chance. So do we want to leave our business to chance or do we want to have at least one lever in our business be consistent and know that if I call 40 FISBOs and keep up with them every single month that we will list four homes. That's the only way that we can keep building a business that is duplicatable, that we could actually leverage off the listing side of the business. And that's a big part. So I guess that's my inspiration so that I can keep building this team and not always be scratching uh, for the next listing. Yeah. So, well, I guess it's a kind of, kind of a combination. To, and be yeah. able to have systems in place that you know work like you do already for buyer's agents. Right. But to be able to have that for listing agents as well so that somebody else can come in and be a lead listing agent and you can work more on growing the business instead of going on listing appointments. I'm kind of getting excited about I know. this. See, I was this just is thinking what, of the campaigns. This, campaigns this is what <laughs> this is kind of what happened last week though is, is no no this is is the excitement but then it's the step. So this is it's real like talk. yeah mm-hmm. so now it's like let's those the numbers don't lie. The numbers are the numbers. It's like that if you if you're a smart person and you, I'm not talking specifically about you, yeah. I'm saying in general, uh, if you're a smart person and you follow the system that's there and you do what it says, the number of times it says to do it, you, it will work. That's just a fact. So you, well, do, you have you you have to, I guess, just close your eyes and do it and jump. <laughs> Well, do you guys want to go with me then and knock on that door? Mm-mm. Oh, you mean door to door? Yeah. No. I got okay. a cave to sit in. <laughs> so I see how it is. It's all it's, it's all, all you on this one. But I'll I'll stay behind the scenes and make sure that we have the right systems that work and that are fluid enough to scale up as we grow. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Cool. So so <laughs> like I said before, we record on Fridays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We put the episodes out on Wednesdays. How about then, we do this? Let's let's. So next Friday. Well, to, no, let's not say a whole week. See, that's the problem. Is that's too much time. Let's okay. say, why don't we say I'm going to visit or call five for sale by owners by Monday. By Monday. By Monday. Okay. Saturday and Sunday you're going out. I guess so. <laughs> Just okay. said it. So five by Got Monday. Got that on the record. You've, and when you say call, you mean contacts, not just calls. No one answered. So oh well. Hmm. Oh, touche. Yeah. <laughs> yes, contact. So it may take me 15 dials to get five people on the phone, but mm-hmm. five five people having a conversation, trying to set an appointment to come preview their house. Slide dials don't count. Mm-mm. No slide dial. If you don't know what slide dial is, it's amazing. And so we'll get <laughs> no, <laughs> it is. It is but not for this. It's not. But we'll get into that at some other point yeah. down the road. Yeah, it's good. It's good for something. There should be a spreadsheet in our drive from November of Fizbo's. 
So that might be the first oh, list that you can call through. Maybe that was the first time we said we should do this mm-hmm. and Kayla put it together right. and then I was Oh, I I've put know. a couple lists okay. together. I remember 2017 I made one. I made what? one in 2018. Yeah. When I first started you're working with her. you, I you're put one together. You're to you're not using. <laughs> this has taken a turn. <laughs> we are teaming up. <laughs> But but seriously, you guys, yeah. I it's it's not as easy as it sounds. I, no, it doesn't no. sound easy at all. I couldn't do it. I'll There's tell you that. There's nothing about this that sounds easy. It sounds like it's it's not anything that anybody. Would it's want. uncomfortable. There's a really small number of people that would want to do that, and that's why it can be successful because it's such a small number of people that do it. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I have. I, I I'm not sure who's doing it at a high level in our office, and we've got right. 260 plus um, mm-hmm. agents. So I mean, there is there's huge opportunity there. I know that. I know the numbers. The numbers don't lie. So we'll get into like maybe what we could do is if you go ahead and make your calls here in the next few days, and we'll get back together next week on this and stuff. But it would be interesting to see like what kind of scripts you're using then and then what kind of your uh what the objections are from people from people and kind of we'll kind of go through i think that'll be interesting uh well so we could talk objections uh just what i expect will happen yeah um and then compare to what actually happens okay so you want to take a quick break oh yeah let's let's take a quick break okay So I have a thing where I have purchased ground coffee to keep at my house and I got one of those little steel canisters to make my own coffee so mm-hmm. I can cut our coffee budget this year by 60%, 50% being me, and then I'm going to work on my partner for that 10%. But I purchased coffee last Saturday, not this, like two Saturdays ago, and all last week I had only homemade coffee. And I then purchased myself a canister for my sugar to hold into. So that was a little treat for myself for not spending as much money as if I purchased coffee every morning. Well, this week I purchased coffee on Wednesday. So now I don't get to buy myself lavender bitters. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, you're making the coffee at home. That's mm-hmm. that's good. But you don't have your lavender bitters. Mm-mm. That's why I've been cranky. See? <sighs> We have our well. We have our delicious Golden Hills cappuccinos every morning. They're not you... a sponsor. We can't be bought. Oh, <laughs> but it's still delicious coffee if you live in the Orlando area. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's what we were last week. It was red wine, and this week it's coffee. This from our espresso machine. Yeah, and uh, trying to decide which is better. So in preparation. And because I've been preparing all week and not actually doing any of the activities yet. But in preparing, I had, you know, I was looking up scripts. What do I need to know? What do I need to ask? Those kinds of things. And then also, even once you get them on the phone, they're going to object or some people will anyways. And so learning what the objection handlers are. So here's what I found out. Here's what I need to find out as far as information goes. I need to know um, when they're selling their home, where they're moving to. I need to know uh, what date they need to be moved by, so their timeline, and then how did they determine their listing price, and then why are they selling that themselves, or did they consider using an agent? That is kind of the general questions I found on almost every script that I went to on that first call. I don't like any of that though because I feel like you're you're get like they don't know you yet. Yeah. That's like a lot of personal. Where am I moving? None of your business. That that kind <laughs> I mean, of well, thing. Maybe it's more like. Um, 
oh yeah, well you know we're selling the house. We we're we kids moved and out. The, yeah, the kids moved. Oh, where are you moving to? It's like rather than like where are you moving? Well, what, yeah, what, it's all in the know, in the way you say yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, just like I any just, script, you've got to you've got to like it's got to become. Like what's, that, what's that initial question going in that will lead you to be able to ask those questions? Yeah. So kind of awkward. So as you know, I one of the scripts was, you know, hey, this is Catherine Stelges of Keller Williams Realty. I saw that you have the house up on 123 Main Street for sale. And I'm going to be previewing homes in your area tomorrow between five and seven. What time would work good for me to stop by and preview it? Why are you previewing my home? <laughs> no, that's good, though, because I mean, that's what what that does was what you just said, which is it makes them ask a question yeah, and then you can, you can kind of talk and it, it at least opens up a dialogue. Well, yeah. So that script works because you're not telling them like you have your buyer. Yeah. You're not, anything. you're not misleading them in any way. You're just saying you want to preview it. And that's your pop buy. And the reality is that we do have tons of buyers who can't find homes right now. Yeah. So we, we could have a match for them. One could come tomorrow. We get tons of leads for our buyers so when we're, you know, if they do have that objection, like, well, I don't want you to preview my house unless you actually have a buyer. Well, we do have lots of buyers actually at the moment that we can't find homes for. And I want to make sure, you know, that we're not missing out on something that's just uh, off the market, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. for sale by owner. And maybe those other scripts work better once you've got your foot in the door. Oh, where well, are you moving to? That's what I was going to say. I, I saw that on so many of the first call scripts and I just feel like, those are the kind of questions you ask when you're actually with them in the house, or at least you've talked to them for a while. And if they seem like an open person and they're just, you know, giving you information and it comes up naturally, sure. Find out all those details. But yeah, doesn't that seem like stuff you'd actually ask at the house? Yes. Yeah. So the goal is to get in the door. So that was one really easy, like I'm going to be in your area previewing homes. And then I also, this is one I kind of crafted. So I'm going to, I'm going to test the two. Because I'm not saying I'm a script writer by any means and certainly not for for sale by owners. However, I do know that open-ended questions work a lot better than closed-ended questions. And so I thought, what if I just called and I said, hey, this is Catherine with Keller Williams Realty. I saw that you have your house listed for sale on 123 Main Street. Is that right? Yes. Great. Perfect. Uh, What can you tell me about your listing? What do you guys think about that one? What What would the outcome be after they tell you about their listing? Well, then I would say... Right. So, okay. So, I'll play the part. Okay. It's, it's a 3-2, uh, 1,800 square feet, and uh, we've got a new AC unit and a new roof, and uh, it's listed for three twenty-five. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much for all that info. Um, so, have you had a lot of showings? Oh, I'm not going to continue to go. <laughs> we, oh, okay. No, <laughs> we're, not, I, we're not role-playing. No, we're not role-playing. <laughs> That's boring. Um, but what we... But I guess that's your next... I guess no matter what they say, that that's your next line. Well, yeah. So where I was going with that, but yeah. nobody wants to play with me, no. um, <laughs> was you know to try and find out if it's still available, which it is, of course, right? They're telling me about it. I know it's still available. So, but just to get them to open up and say, oh, okay, great. So it's still available, right? Oh, perfect. I would like to come preview that. Would tomorrow at 2 p.m. or 4 p.m. work better? And that the reason I like that is because what I do know about for sale by owners, I have called them over the last 13 years. And what I've noticed is that they will, they do love to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They think they're salesmen. Yeah. They, they, they want to tell you them. all about their house. Um, and there's, you know, there's always the few that are really closed off. Like, mm. I don't need your help. I don't want you to bring a buyer. I'm not paying any commission, blah, blah, blah. But most of them really want to sell you on it. 
So they'll talk your ear off if you give them the opportunity. So I'm going to try my script okay. and I'm going to try the other one. Yeah. That, I think that's see a which good, one. Yeah. That's a good experiment. You know, you can't just call f- five people and hey. as, that's oh. not a, that's not a good uh, cross section test. Test um, pool. Yeah. Test well, pool. So you might have to call more people to see. Well, I'm going to call more people. I said by I Monday. I'm just <laughs> so, okay. So we'll do that and then we'll see how things go and that'll give us um, uh, a trajectory for the week after that and we'll have a much better handle on on where to go correct yeah well and then you know just i think i have to be providing value so that was something else i did in preparation was just type up a guide for how they can sell their home by themselves Mm -hmm. and of course we know you know the likelihood that they will is still pretty low even if i give them tools and tips because they just don't have access to the resources that we do So, but I want to, you know, give them some kind of value so that they'll, you know, either if I don't talk to them on the phone, but I pop by and I leave a, um, a note card that invites them to download this guide that maybe they'll give me their email address. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, then we have another way to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause again, like we said last week, it's really just about still being there and being the person that has been consistent through the follow-up. Absolutely. All right. So, all right. Well, I, I mean, we're, we are at time. So, um, already we are already that goes by so fast. Well, I apologize to all of our listeners for failing you in the first week. (laughs) Failing forward sister. That is true. Every day. And I just wanted to let people know that, uh, you know, if you guys like the podcast, keep listening to the podcast, you can review us and uh, rate us on iTunes and that's going to help for more listeners to find us. So, Please do that if you can. And then we also have set up now, you can send us questions or stories or any uh, comments or anything to our website. It's on seekingthebest.com. And if you want to, you can even leave us a voicemail on the website. And uh, we might uh, go through and do listener questions and kind of work through all of that once we get get some... uh, people sending us some stuff so you can also send us a tweet at seekthebestpod.com and for cat kayla and myself thanks for listening and we'll figure this all out next week this has been a think live be production